You know what's interesting? When looking at happiness and how to stay mentally healthy, the question often comes up, whether it's from other people or from yourself, is this being overly positive? I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. A lot of people who are hurting, maybe it's you. Where's the line between trying to find things to be positive about because we know it's good for our mental health versus being toxically positive? Do you like how I made up the word toxically? You know what I'm trying to say. How can we remain grounded in truth, sensitive to what's going on around us, but still have a happy brain? Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. This is your first time listening. What's going on? My name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today we're going to be exploring the topic of toxic positivity because as we go into all these tips and tricks and hacks that'll make your brain happy, we also want to stay really grounded and make sure that we're exploring positivity and happiness from a very balanced mindset and not slipping into some toxic toxicity. You like that word I just said? It's pretty good. Not going to edit that out, but you know what I'm trying to say. But before we get started, if you have not done so yet, if you are into outside-of-the-box ways to stay mentally healthy and keep that brain of yours happy, I invite you to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. And if you're a long timer, please take a screenshot of this episode, share it with the last friend that you had a mental health conversation with. I would love to get them on board, see what they think about this show. So thank you for helping us spread hope and help people's brains stay happy. This is a Greg Clunas and Heather Parody collab. We do this just about every single week where we look at a high arching topic around mental health or maybe a tip that we've explored previously on the show and kind of dig into the philosophy behind it, hopefully giving you a more balanced view of it. And toxic positivity is one that's been brought up quite a bit because I don't know if you pick this up or not. I'm kind of naturally bent. Well, kind of, kind of, I'm definitely bent towards optimism <laughs> a little bit more. And Craig admits that he's a little bit more bent towards more the pessimistic realistic side of things. So I want to have this conversation to get his take. From my perspective, toxic positivity isn't actually about being too positive. That's a, a separate conversation. And, and there are issues with that, in my opinion. But the toxic part gets mm. added on specifically when referring to this situation that we often find in personal development, where it's because you aren't positive enough, that's why you have all of these problems. Mm. When it, it, it gets to a place where we are pushing positivity to such a major extent that it becomes the only answer for anything. Hey, you are struggling. You're just having a bad day. Well, it's because you like weren't positive enough you got into to trouble with something you maybe you got hurt by somebody well that's right. because you attracted bad energy to yourself like when we get to a place where we we position positivity as the answer to every single thing that happens in life without ever recognizing that one there are plenty of things outside of our control mm -hmm. two there are plenty of things that it's okay to not feel positive about if you lose a loved one, you shouldn't have to have any pressure over, well, I need to be in a chipper, happy mood. But right. toxic positivity is telling you that you should be 
that you should focus on. Well, smile because it happened. Don't cry because you lost it. Blah, blah, right. blah. Like, no, you can be in a shit mood sometimes. And, yeah. and I think that should be okay. In the show notes, there is an article from Healthline.com where it talks to a clinical psychologist in Pennsylvania who specializes, among other things, anxiety disorders and self-esteem, Dr. Jamie Zuckerman. Zuckerman says that, quote, toxic positivity at its core is an avoidance strategy used to push away and invalidate any internal discomfort. When you avoid your emotions, you actually cause more harm. This article mentions a couple of research projects that, quote, showed that when you're asked to not think about something, it actually makes you think about it more. There was a really old article that they mentioned from 1997. You remember 1997, don't you? That, quote, showed suppressing feelings can cause more internal psychological stress. Again, quote, avoidance or suppression of emotional discomfort leads to increased anxiety, depression, and overall worsening of mental health, Zuckerman says. I thought this was interesting because it kind of highlights that it's not being positive. It's when we start suppressing, feeling like we have to suppress, feeling like we have to avoid our negative feelings because like Greg said, there's something wrong with that. However, there are people like me out in the world who just kind of naturally were born a little bit more positive. And the thing is, is no one can really tell you what you're doing and we can't really judge what other people are doing. I think it's important to really practice self-awareness. Am I naturally more bent towards positive or am I trying to avoid something? And also, too, not trying to be overly optimistic on someone else's behalf because it's just not our place. So my conclusion, toxic positivity seems to be this issue of pressing, whether I'm pressing down my own feelings or I'm pressing other people to feel positive when they don't want to feel positive. Right. So the way that I view this is it's not actually about the individual. So... You can be a positive person and, and and focus on like the positive side, the glass half full side of everything, right? And maybe your way of connecting with somebody when they're hurting, when they're having a bad time is to naturally go into that. Mm-hmm. And perhaps you can take that too far and invalidate them and, and uh, feel like, well, they just need to be more positive. Like that in and of itself is not necessarily right. But I wouldn't classify it as toxic positivity. I think toxic positivity is far more about the culture, mm, the larger way that the, we, the, the conversation around personal development and around uh, just life in general and how we choose to live it. If that culture is prioritizing, well, anything that happens, you just need to focus on the bright side. And that as a culture is invalidating the negative side of things and, and the, the feelings that we might have, the things we need to deal with, the the downs that come with being a human being on this Mm. planet, that's when it becomes toxic. I don't think it's necessarily about you, Heather, going up to somebody and accidentally taking your positivity too far. Like that's not right. And you guys can have a conversation about that, but you're not specifically like being toxic. One of the tips that the Healthline article gave on making sure that you're not being toxically positive is making sure that you validate how other people feel, even if you disagree with it. Doesn't mean you're not being positive. You're just validating the feelings that are there. I think where where the distinction is for me is, is each individual person given the room to get there in their own time. So yeah, that's can good. we can we sit and say that ultimately getting to a place where you're you're able to be positive about a situation and, and move with it, move on from it is a good thing? Yeah, absolutely. 
but one, how do we define positive? Like Mm. positive could mean let's ignore the problems and look at just these very small things that are positive and and focus on that. Or positive could mean learning to live with those problems or positive could mean feeling in control of the situation and the problem's still there. You still are frustrated by it, but you at least are able to, to sort of move past it. Like there, there is that, what is that definition of, of positive, but also maybe your natural reaction is to be positive and focus on the glass half full. And no one should tell you that you can't have that natural reaction. Similarly, maybe someone else's reaction to a situation is to be down and to sulk for a few days. And no one should be trying to force that person to feel agreed. Any way. Now you can yeah. support them. You can, as a, if you're close with them, you have that relationship, you can be there for them and, and try to sort of bring them to a better place. But they have to be allowed to get there on their own. They need to be allowed to get there on their own. I love that. So when you think about happiness, it's not that it doesn't exist without the lows. In fact, we can't really have happiness and well-being without the lows, right? Sometimes we see positivity and happiness as like this fluffy conversation, but really it's the deep inner work of understanding that the presence of joy and positivity wouldn't be possible without acknowledgement of the crap and the hard stuff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, every single emotion that we have is as intense because it has the other emotions. Like yeah. we don't feel happiness if we haven't really experienced the the lows of that. And and that's what allows us to recognize when we're happy. It allows us to to create that that uh context for ourselves. Happy brain from my perspective is what does it take to experience happiness and joy? And that might be you have to go through these lows. And and maybe there's an episode in there of the value of those lows and, and of the, the downs that you go through on a day-to-day basis because they do allow you to feel happiness at some point. Guys, make sure you connect with Greg at tlbc.co. That is linked in the show notes. You can also find his podcast, Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, there. But before we go, I had to ask Greg if he just, you know, had to pick something to be toxically toxically positive about <laughs> what would it be if there were one thing that that i could personally use more positivity around it's it's definitely recognizing the value of my efforts even when the 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 result isn't quite there mm. so for example i'm I, for the last year or so i've been on this weight loss journey and it's it's as as with all it's up and downs and uh, sometimes you're doing great. Sometimes you have three weeks of doing terribly. Um, yeah. But you're still waking up and paying attention to it and focusing on on what you can do and, and trying to make the right choices. And I think there's value in that. But I, just like many other people, often discount that value because the scale doesn't say what I want it to say. Learning to to focus more on what am I doing well and and being happy with myself for that. That's something that I could definitely use more of. Learning to focus more on what I'm doing well. That kind of reminds me of the meliorism episode that we did a few weeks back. I'll link that up if you didn't get a chance to listen to it. But it's the idea that we do focus on adding in the good versus trying to eliminate the bad. It's a good episode. Check it out. So listen, y'all, whether you are taking a bath in the forest, healing yourself with some sound, or being positive, but not toxically positive. (laughs) We hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.